Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, for immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Tuesday evening to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 10.07, 7 after 10. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here tonight. Low T Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. A big old show on store for you. We finally, finally got to sample the hot dog pizza from Pizza Hut. We'll review that coming up in the program. I am having a major crisis uh, at the homestead. I'm going to open up to uh, you, dear listeners, uh, about that. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. But we're starting off with a guest. We rarely start off with a guest, but when a guy, we get a guy of, uh, of his caliber, a scribe of his caliber, we have to do it. He is Aaron Gouldshine from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. He joins us because at the end of the Mark Aram show tonight, Aaron, there will be new laws in Georgia. So right now, That's right, man. things that are legal or illegal may not be legal or illegal at the end of the Mark <laughs> Aram show tonight. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? Excellent. Good to have you back on the program. Um, so July 1st, um, as longtime Georgia residents will know, that's when new laws go into effect. And we've got a couple... Uh, that are going to kick off tonight at midnight. I just wanted to get you on the show. I know you wrote an awesome uh, piece on myajc.com uh, with some bullet points of what can we expect, but uh, I'm sure my listeners are dying to know what's going to change when the clock strikes midnight tonight. Yeah, so the, 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 the short answer is if you, if you got them, you can drink them. If you got them, you can fire them off. And if you're at the pump, you're going to pay more. So let me explain it for a second. The one bill was going to allow craft breweries to sell beer directly to consumers, which had been illegal before. Like if you go to a Sweetwater brewery, you, you're going to be able to take the tour, pay to take the tour, and then get to take home a certain amount of beer that you wouldn't be allowed to do before. Now, with the run-up to July 4th, a lot of people are going to be looking for this. The other bill that's pretty important is HB, was HB 110, which means that it's legal to sell fireworks in the state of Georgia as of midnight tonight at a limited number of places. Uh, you know, the uh, businesses have been trying to get uh, licensed to, to sell fireworks before the 4th. And there's going to be a handful of places in the metro area where you can go buy real fireworks, shoot them off legally in the, in the state of Georgia for the first time. But the ones that your listeners are probably most concerned about is the transportation bill. And as you know, we've been writing and you've been talking a lot about this for the last six months. Motors are going to be paying probably about six cents more a gallon starting at midnight tonight. Um, and, you know, certain drivers of like electric vehicles are going to be hit with new fees. 
that tax credit for electric vehicles goes away. So there's a lot of big changes coming ahead starting at midnight tonight. Well, you give my listeners too much credit. Let's go back to the booze and fireworks. Because <laughs> I think that's first uh, first and foremost. Right, so let's go to the fireworks first because July 4th yeah. is coming up. So so in the past, we'd have to go to like Alabama or Florida to buy real... Yeah, and it was illegal to do so. Right. It was illegal to go to Alabama, Tennessee, South Carolina, or Florida and bring those fireworks back into Georgia. I mean, everybody did it, and, you know, I, I, I can't imagine hardly anybody ever got busted for it. But it was illegal to do that, and it was illegal to set them off in, uh, in the state of Georgia. So now, you know, there's going to be places popping up all over town. Um, I know of a couple, at least in Morrow, in Buford, in Duluth, and there are many more, where it will be legal to buy, like actual mortars, uh, bottle rockets, you know, what do you call these things, flying uh, twizzies, whatever they're called. <laughs> and it's going to be illegal to set them off in just about any place. I mean, the only place that you can't set them off, or near a nuclear power plant, which sounds like a bad idea in the first place, or a gas station, which is also bad. But anywhere else, you know, you're going to be allowed to, on private property, you know, to set those things off to 10 o'clock every night. Um, on the 4th of July, you can do it till midnight, the same with around um, New Year's Eve. So, I mean, it's, it's a pretty big change. So we're talking to Aaron Gould-Shinen from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution about the new laws in Georgia that go in effect tonight at midnight. So the, the sellers of the fireworks have to be licensed, though, Aaron, right? Yeah, it's a pretty strenuous license process. They have to go through the Department of Insurance and the state fire marshal um, to, to, to get a license for these things. They have to apply to the Department of Revenue because they have to pay a certain extra sales tax for this thing. Um, and local governments, what, local governments can't use zoning laws or other laws to restrict where the fireworks can be used. They can use zoning to try and, and, and make sure that where the where the businesses are located fits into their to their overall scheme. But um, in general, it's a very, very liberal law in terms of, of where you can buy and where you can shoot off fireworks. And I'm sure the uh, folks that own the emergency rooms and the walk-in clinics are, are really happy with this law because the appendages yeah. that Georgians are going to lose over the next 12 months is pretty high up there. Let's go to the beer again. Um, yeah, all right, sure. so in the craft brewing industry, which is huge now, I mean... I've had my licks at beer snobs many times on the show, but if you went to a brewery like in Atlanta or Metro Atlanta or in Georgia, I guess, um, and you've got a brew tour, you couldn't bring booze out. Now you That's can. Correct. That's absolutely correct. So you know, it's really backwards, you know, sort of way of getting around this. And then the idea was to pres- preserve this three tier system we have in Georgia, where a brewery makes the beer, a distributor sells the beer, buys the beer from the from the manufacturer, and sells it to a retail outlet. The retail outlet sells it to the consumer. So what they're going to do is say that if you go to a brewery, you can pay to go on a tour. And while you're on that tour, you can consume 36 ounces of beer on premises. And as a, quote, free souvenir, because you paid to go on the tour, you get a free souvenir of up to 72 ounces of beer, which is a six-pack, essentially, that you can then take home and drink, you know, uh, at home. But so it's, it, it's not a direct sale. You can't go to Sweetwater or Red Hair or, you know, uh, Terrapin or any of these places and go buy beer directly, just walk in and buy beer and take it home. You have to go on this tour, and then you can be, quote, given 72 ounces of beer to take home. Okay, so it's like a gift. They're, they're giving you 72 well, ounces of beer. you're paying for, because you got to pay for the tour. Understood. And, you know, so it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's brilliant or it's crazy, depending on your point of view. <laughs> All right, let's go to the uh, critters section of the new, again, new laws <laughs> yeah. in effect tonight at midnight. Got a lot of uh, hunters listening to the Mark Aram Show right now. Um, what, what's up with the critters in Georgia starting well, at so midnight? It's a, it's a good day for the white-tailed deer. It's a bad day for raccoons and uh, feral hogs. Um, the the white-tailed deer is now, well, as of midnight tonight, will be officially the state mammal. 
Um, a group of school children down in Columbus had originally proposed legislation that would have named the gray fox the uh, state's mammal. We have a state uh, marine mammal, which is a whale. We don't have an actual state mammal. So these kids got together and decided the gray fox would be a good idea. Well, they talked to DNR, and DNR kind of told them, well, you know, the gray fox would be kind of a nuisance. It's not exactly you know, the, the, what we're known for. And so the DNR suggested the white-tailed deer. So that bill made it through. You know, uh, there were a few people in the legislature uh, when the bill came through that were concerned that it would, you know, it would uh, prevent from uh, hunters from bagging deer legally or farmers or other homeowners um, using using tools to keep deer out of their crops. And that's not the case. It doesn't bestow any special privileges to the white-tailed deer. But if you see one, you might want to say thank you and, and congratulating on being in the state mammal now. That's interesting because when I grew up in Connecticut, uh, there, there was a state flower. And I don't know if I was just, you know, a dumb, naive kid, which I definitely was, but I was always told, hey, you can't pick the state flower. It's illegal. Right. Yeah, no, I know that's true. But, you know, I mean, uh, to be honest, you know, in a lot of places in Georgia, the deer are a nuisance, especially if you go talk to the farmers down in South Georgia. I mean, it's a problem down there. But so it, it really is just sort of an honorary um, uh, designation. It doesn't give it any special powers or, or protections from, from hunters who are out in the blind, you know, on, uh, uh, illegally. In the times when they're legally allowed to bag deer, so, so they can they can still shoot and hunt the uh, white-tailed deer when it's legal. When it's legal, yes, exactly, exactly. And now we but can so, hunt and kill feral hogs, which is always yeah, pretty much. So the feral a great hog weekend apparently has become <laughs> a, a pretty big deal um, in South Georgia and also in parts of uh, the Metro Atlanta suburbs. There's been a lot of cases of, of feral hogs on the loose in um, in the in the Northern Arc sort of area, sure, um, where you know people are, are freaked out. They're tearing up. Uh, landscaping and all the stuff and terrorizing pets. So you won't need a permit from DNR to bag, to, to trap or kill uh, feral hogs anymore. Um, it's no longer considered sort of a protected wildlife class that would need that designation. So if you see a feral hog, you know, you're more than welcome to, to take it out whichever way you want to, but be warned they're kind of nasty critters and they can be, you know, uh, temperamental. So, I mean, make sure you got them in your sights before you try and take them down. And the same is also sort of true of raccoons now. There was an old antiquated law that said, you know, that, that raccoons can only be trapped or killed in the southern counties of Georgia. There's basically a line from Carroll County all the way over to Richmond County on the South Carolina line. And above that, it was illegal to trap raccoons. And this was originally done back in the 18 and 1900s when, when, uh, uh, trappers would, well, raccoon fur was, was considered, you know, valuable. Sure. And, and Coonskin hat. It, well, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. What would we do without Daniel Boone? And his <laughs> exactly. Hat? So this would it was designed to protect the species and not allow for over harvesting of the raccoon fur. Well, nobody's really doing that anymore. And was the last time anybody had bought a raccoon skin coat or something like that? And raccoons have become increasingly problems. The North Georgia area has urbanized, so now it's going to be legal for you to trap raccoons in North Georgia. That's sick. All right, <laughs> finishing up with Aaron Gouldshine of the Atlanta Journal <laughs> Constitution again in an hour and forty three minutes. These new laws go into effect here in the state of Georgia. Let's go back to the uh, the nine hundred million dollar transportation bill. Yeah. So at midnight. Um, if we go to fill up our tanks at 12.01, we're going to see our gas prices jump up how much, Aaron? Probably the average of about six cents a gallon. It depends on where you live and what, what local option sales taxes you have. But generally, we expect it to be about six cents a gallon for the average motorist. So it's basically, we're, we were getting, like right now, we're getting taxed 19.3 cents per gallon. And tomorrow morning, we'll be taxed 26 cents per gallon. That's correct. That's correct. That's 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 um, independent of your local taxes, but yes, that's exactly right. So the lo- and, you know the local guys that own the uh, 
the the Shell stations or the Texacos at at twelve o'clock. They're going to be get out on the ladder and adjusting the prices on the signs. I would imagine. Yeah, I think they're pretty pretty you know Johnny on the spot about that kind of thing. And where will this additional tax money go? What what's it going to be spent on? Well, I mean, it's going to go to DOT, um, but uh, the idea is that it's going to pay for infrastructure improvements and maintenance on current roads and bridges, which will allow them to free up other dollars to hopefully maybe expand roads and bridges that were already um, that, that are already in the, in the planning stages. There's another $75 million in bonds in the state budget that goes into effect tonight at midnight that would go to transit projects around the state, not just from Florida, but around the state. And there's a whole slew of other fees and, and uh, taxes involved in this, too, including a uh, motel hotel tax. Um, and, uh, you know, like I mentioned before, the end of the, the $5,000 a year um, state tax credit for electric cars and a new uh, registration fee for those, those drivers, too. Excellent. Uh, finally, before I go, MARTA, MARTA can now spend their money as they want. The 50-50 split is officially gone now. Um, it's a big deal for the for the transit system, something they've been looking for for a long time. They, they've gotten temporary reprieve from that a few years ago, but this finally makes it permanent. All right, and uh, autism children ages 6 and younger who suffer from autism-related disorders will now be eligible for up to $30,000 a year in insurance coverage for treatment. Yeah, uh, this is one of the more important things that happens tonight at midnight. It's AIDS law. Um, and it's something that, that advocates have fought for for a long time. There's a really hard-fought win for them in the General Assembly, um, and it probably has the impact, the, uh, the uh, possibility of impacting a lot of children in the state. He is Aaron gould Shiman. He is uh, a fantastic scribe for your Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Aaron, thanks, as always, for joining us and uh, breaking down the new Georgia laws. Um, you can get all the coverage online at AJC.com. Follow him on Twitter, at a Shinin, S-H-E-I-N-I-N. Aaron, thanks as always, my friend. Hey, Mark, thanks. Good luck with that pizza. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, hot dog pizza. We had it. We had it. How was it? We'll let you know. 404-872-0750. Your thoughts on Georgia's new laws going into effect in an hour and 40 minutes. Stick around. This is Mark Aram Show. Let's see who bit the tech style. I flipped the script so it can't get filed. At least not now. It'll take a while. I changed the pace to complete the beat. I drop the bass to MCs, get weak But everyone they trace is a scar they keep Cause when I speak, they freak the sweat, the technique Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB Welcome back to the show, 1026, 76 degrees on Peachtree Street Hour and 35 minutes, new laws will go into effect Warren joins us in Canton Warren, welcome to the program Hey, I was wondering about the brewery law Does that include distilleries? That's a great question. Let's see. Does that include distilleries, my friend? Um, uh, note to distillers, patrons will be able to take up home uh, up to 750 milliliters of liquor from a local distillery. So there you go. Ah, yeah. So it does include it. It does include it. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. And I knew the answer. That. That's even the, more incredible. <laughs> yeah. The Moonshine Distillery in Dawsonville is pretty good, but all they do is give out free samples. So now I guess we'll be able to give out more. Yeah. Seven, 750 milliliters. I guess that's like a fifth, right? Is that what? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Longoria is like, yes, I know exactly what I that is. I used to work in a liquor store. Oh, nice. Tony's in Mayretta. Tony, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Mark and I are a pleasure. Hey, what's up, brother? 
Well, first and foremost, I think it's fantastic that we're getting rid of uh, antiquated laws like, uh, you know, the trapping of raccoons. If this dates back to the 1800s, that's pretty wacky stuff. I mean, it kind of reminds me of how uh, we were so anti-lottery when all the surrounding states, uh, you know, had lotteries and we didn't. It goes along with this whole fireworks thing. You could buy the fireworks. Everybody would look the other way. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Now you can buy them in, in, in Georgia, which I would imagine that's, I mean, a lot of people buy fireworks out of state and bring it back to Georgia. Now you could buy them in Georgia, which is pretty good for the economy. i saw sorry, brother. I had to run. Uh, news, weather, and traffic cut up next. I'll re- uh, I'll go over the laws again, the new Georgia laws that take effect in midnight. But which one are you mad at or which one are you happy at, at with? The autism, MARTA, transportation, fireworks, critters, beer, booze? Let me hear what you got to say. 404-872-0750 on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert. The WSB 24 hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 at AM 750. WSB, depend on it. No animals were harmed during the making of the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 1037, 23 in front of 11 o'clock. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Everybody's here. Low T. Chuck screening the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window um, at midnight. At the stroke of midnight, a bunch of new laws are going to affect here in Georgia. We had Aaron Gouldshine from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution just to basically give us a quick rundown of all these uh, new laws, Chuck, that that he went through, will any of you, will any of these affect you aside from the increase in gas tax? That's going to affect everybody, obviously, but... I get to shoot more stuff. Yeah, yeah, well... I'm very excited. Not really. Feral hogs? Yeah, that's it. That's the only thing you can shoot now. Follow me. Yeah, have you ever seen those <laughs> things in South Georgia? Yeah. yeah. It's like ale wine on hooves. Yeah. <laughs> They're monstrous. They're good eating. With a worse temperament and appetite. Are they good eating, though? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I they are. Mm. Really? Yeah, I can't wait. I'm, I'm actually going to go hog hunting mm. down in Florida. In the, in the early fall. I can't um, imagine that. I mean, these things are huge. They're old. It's like the meat has got to be just... No, they're not, dude, because they're on a completely different diet. They're different. It's different. It's not like... Google Hogzilla. This, oh, this, seen, oh, I've, oh yeah, seen I've seen him. It. That's yeah. in Georgia. That was before you guys moved here, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That made the rounds everywhere. Oh, my God. That Those things are... Enormous. They're like dinosaurs. They're yeah, that you got to be careful when you hunt them. They'll, oh, yeah, they'll, they'll kill turn you. On you. you gotta, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I'm, like Elwine. They'll turn on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't feed them. Any of these laws going to impact your life? Fireworks, Longoria, anything? Yeah. I don't That's... like fireworks because of the dogs. I mean, anyway, so... They go nuts on that. Yeah. I've hated moving from Montana because you there's no real firework restrictions mm-hmm. 
there's a few that you can't get, but then you just go to the Indian reservations and buy them, and then they just can't regulate it. Yeah. So you can do whatever you want. So that's always been a bummer for me moving from there is at being restricted as far as what I could do on sure. the 4th of July. Because, man, there's just sit on the roof of your house and 1,400 people <laughs> around you lighting fireworks yeah. everywhere. As it's a dog great. owner, though, I'm with you, Longoria. That, yeah. that, that could I always hate 4th of July, like... New My years. dogs were gun dogs, so they never bothered. Oh, me. I, I got lucky; like it didn't. They didn't even bat an eye, so right. I was lucky on that. All right, any any thoughts or questions on the new laws going to effect in an hour and twenty one minutes? Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talker on Twitter at Mark Arum M A R K A R U M. Cody leads us off on the show tonight. Hello, Cody. How are you, my friend? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Excellent. What's going on? Uh, well, obviously nobody likes uh, to pay more for gas, but um. I have a uh, little brother. He's five years old. He's uh, slightly autistic, and uh, I was just trying to see if I can get a little bit more information about what, I guess, the the new law that's going to pass. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Um, All I have is one line on the bill. I'll read it to you Uh, uh, verbatim, Cody. It says, children age six and younger who suffer from autism-related disorders will now be eligible for up to $30,000 a year in insurance coverage for treatment thanks to passage of House Bill 429. How you get that insurance or how you apply for it, I don't know. Uh, now, uh, cannabis oil? I'll have to leave that up for my uh, my mom and dad to I guess, do the research, but uh, it would definitely help because he, uh, he has therapy. He has two separate therapists, um, one for a physical and one for a behavioral. Yeah, um, I've, I've got stuff. friends with, with autistic children, and it, it's just, it's sad, man. It's, that's a sad disease. Yeah, and, and, and we know so little about it, you know, it's an uh, my uh, father and mother, uh, my mother works for a C- uh, Turner, and uh, my dad works for CBS. So mm-hmm. they make, you know, a decent living, but, you know, not, not nearly enough for, yeah. you know, well, I'm sure not expecting this. They, they, w- they will be in touch with their doctors. The doctors will know exactly what's going on now, but yep, that's, yep, a, yep. that's a nice financial um, relief for, for people with autistic kids. Most definitely. I, I'm wondering uh, why it's six and under, though. I'm, why six years old and under? Yeah, that's my question as well, and I, I'm wondering if uh, my brother will fall under that bill. I mean, he's five right now. He turns six next summer. Okay, well, hurry up. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get in yeah, on exactly. that. Get in on that. Yeah, uh, let them know. I'm sure your folks know, Cody, but have them check with the doctor. Here's another uh, law going in, um, and I don't mean to point at you when I say this, Longoria. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. But you know, that's fine. Victims of sexual abuse and trafficking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just happened to look up. Right, right, right. All right, right, so House Bill 17 greatly extends the statute of limitations for adults to sue a person who they claim molested, raped, or otherwise sexually abused them as a minor. Senate Bill 8 and a companion Senate Resolution 7 require convicted human traffickers to register as sex offenders and pay into a new safe harbor for sexually exploited children fund to help victims with housing, health care, and other services. So apparently in the past, there was a statute of limitations, you know, Chuck at 20, at 37? Six. 36. You couldn't say, oh, when I was five, I got molested by Uncle Steve. Right. Because the statute of limitations went away. Ran out. And so they've extended that. But that's just in Georgia. That's interesting. I wonder if there's a federal statute a, of limitations yeah, on that. Um, that's that's good. Get that in there. Um, pardons and paroles. Here's this. Again, I didn't mean to look at you, Longoria. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> House Bill 71 requires the State Board of Pardons and Paroles to notify a victim whenever an offender has petitioned for a pardon and parole. So let's say, Longoria, you were robbed at gunpoint, and right. the guy goes to jail, and he gets paroled. You know, after five years in prison, now you get notified. Hey, 
this guy's this guy's out. That's, come and get you. That's pretty good. Cool. That's pretty yeah. good. All right. I thought four. that was already a thing. Maybe that's just that was a thing back home. But yeah, if you if you were involved in any kind of federal case, you get notified when the perp gets out. I don't know if it's federal crime or not, but anytime there's a parolee, okay, you get notified. Well, is that does that apply to you? Will you get notified? Is anyone? <laughs> Is anyone in the in the prison right now for something they did to you? Not for not for me, but um, my grandmother had an issue with a guy. Really? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to discuss that? Or? We, what's that? Do you want to discuss that or no? It wasn't a big deal. He he's cra- he's a crazy person. Yeah. And they had bought in the they had, they had bought in the property from uh, they had bought in the property from uh, his grandparents, and mm-hmm. he insisted that they hid money and treasure on the property. Oh wow! And so he was harassing them all the time. And he, he, he was in and out of jail. Did you and, dig and, up the property looking for the treasures? Oh, yeah, yeah. They'd, <laughs> find, right, they'd find him at like 3 o'clock in the morning digging holes No, in I'm the saying yard. did you? No, but oh. I started to look around. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, I'd be out there too. with a metal detector. <laughs> hey, you never know. Crazy I mean, or not, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if I stumble into something, I'm going to, yeah. Now, this might apply to me eventually because the guy that stole my identity right. is going to jail. Yeah. So I might. they might have to be like, hey, this banana's out. You yeah. got to uh, watch yourself again. Uh, Drew joins us next on the program. Drew, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How's it going? What's up, Drew? Uh, not much. I'm kind of tying in with the uh, the last caller, uh, especially with the point you brought up with the CBD oil. Uh, my my favorite law that's going into effect is definitely the one with the brewers. Uh, that, that's made no sense to me that they can they can give you samples, uh, but you can't even even bring home like a, a 12 ounce beer. Uh, but you can drink as as much as you want on the uh, on the tour of the the brewery. There's so there's uh, I've never I've, to be honest I've never been one of those brew tours. You can literally drink as much as you want. I thought there was a limit. Well, it's it's not it's not necessarily as much as you want. You can buy uh like tickets. Okay. Uh, and and it, the way it's supposed to work is for for every sample that you get, you give a ticket. Uh, obviously, I'm not on air going to say any specific brewery. Sure, sure. Some of them are known for not really taking the tickets. Uh, so you get more drinks than tickets uh, that you're given. Uh, and so it makes a lot more sense for somebody to be able to go in and, and tour the brewery and then say, okay, you know, I, I want to buy. You yeah, but know, you can't, uh, you can't buy it though. That's the, that's the rule still. You can't buy it. They are able to give you 72 ounces of beer equivalent to a six pack. Uh, see, I thought the law was that you were able to purchase 72 no, ounces of I beer. I think and- what they're going to do is, um, they'll probably up the ticket price or whatever the tour is and included in that price, you're going to get a six pack to take home. Okay, see, to me, that's still a little bit nonsensical, though. I mean, that's, well, here's that's the problem. Actually, like op- opening the door to to DUIs. Well, that, yeah, obviously, but any of those brewery tours are are opening the doors. That what I think, and I'm just reading between the lines here, is the uh, the the liquor and beer distributors. It's a very powerful lobby, not only in Georgia but you know across the oh, country. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that you know they. they I'm sure there's pressure on on legislatures, and I don't know. I mean, would would these these microbreweries even want to do that? Do they want to get in the business of selling the product right out the door like that? I will I will say, and I, I can't for the life of me, and I wish I could because this will give him a, a lot of great exposure, but there's a, a friend of mine by the name of uh, Will Avery that uh, has a little startup brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the issues that he has is he, he does tours where it's, it's open to the public and they can come in and you know they can have, uh, I think he only does, I think like six ounces in total of, of samples uh, that he'll give out. Uh, but a lot of people will say, okay, well, you know, I, I want to buy your beer. And they're, they're standing right there. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's cases and cases and barrels and barrels right there. He, he, he can't sell any of it to them. 
Uh, and so he has to go through the distributors. Uh, and, you know, then they're like, okay, well, where's the closest distributor to me? Sure. And it becomes this huge hassle, and it, and it ends up costing him a lot of money in, in sales that he could I get want, off of his tours. But understood. He's on but, but also, you don't want to, I, I would imagine, again, this is way out of my realm of knowledge. If, you, if I own a local brewery, mm-hmm. and 98% of my sales go through a distributor, you know, right. you know, Longoria Distribution Services takes my beer and sells it to restaurants and liquor stores around the, I don't want to tick him off. You know, like he's he's right. He's the main distributor of my product, so uh, that's a slippery slope. How do they do it? Again, I don't know anything about this. You ever been to wine country out in like California? Yeah, yeah. they have a different in beer. That's a three tier system, is what they call it. Mm-hmm. It goes from brewer to distributor to seller, and okay. that's just the way that everything flows. There's reasons for it. That's how we ended up hooking up with, with Eagle, Eagle Rock, Rock in yeah. the first place because they were like, "Hey, we got to come talk to you." Wine has a similar system, but they there's a there's a it's different, and I don't understand why. No one can really explain So the only it. reason I know anything about the wine country is that movie Sideways with Paul Giamatti. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, remember he in that one scene where he was at the wine, at the vineyard, and they were giving taste, and yeah. he wanted a full, a full pour, uh-huh. and the guy's like, I can't do that, you know why? And he grabs the bottle, and he pours it down. Like, that was illegal to give him a full pour, yeah. but I think the wine, the wineries, you could buy oh, cases of buy, wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can buy it right right on the thing. And then you can, like, me and my wife went on one and bought some to, they would ship, ship it to our home, house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, We'd get that three used, bottles, that like, used every to be three illegal, months. Though. That, you couldn't used to buy yeah, wine on the internet it. here in, in Georgia. Like, if you wanted oh, to buy really? one, yeah, they, it was they wouldn't illegal. ship it over. I here? think it's legal I now. don't know how the distributors work with wine, but I don't think it's as rigid as the beer. Yeah. In the beer distributor, the three tier system. In, in Have you been on a beer tour before? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it, I mean, I, I think I would be bored. I don't know, like what's unless you go to a massive brewery like one of the Coors breweries mm-hmm. or one of the Budweiser breweries or something like the big ones. Those are interesting to go yeah. on. Plus, they give you a lot of beer on the tour. But the small local ones, like, it's all the same. You're just going to drink. Basically. You're just going so to yeah. pay the ten dollars yeah, to get your glass to get your drink tickets. Now and- some of them became like social events. Like, oh yeah, we go to Monday night all the time. Yeah, and and that's where like people, it, it's a social thing where you go, you drink. You're not really taking a tour. You're not oh. like, oh, this is where the yeast goes, yeah. and this is where the hops goes, and yeah, everybody stick this up the Johnson rod, and <laughs> like they that do doesn't go on. Rod that's not how it. You know, they don't. There's not a, like a tour guide, right? That takes you around the brewery, and this is Madge and HR, and mm-hmm. you don't have that. It's just no. you go in and drink. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. All, all right. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB Talk. I've experienced a lot of things in life a brewery tour and a winery tour, not one of them. Uh, we'll continue on the uh, new laws in the state of Georgia that go into effect at midnight tonight. And then um, I'm going to tell you about just uh, the collapse of my sanity at home. Yeah, you still haven't gotten Yeah. Any, uh, and we got to review the hot dog pizza. So we got a ton yes. of stuff coming up. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram show. We are. Yeah, I said it we are. This is Rock Nation. Pledge your allegiance. Get your teeth on. All black everything. Black cards, black cars, all black everything. And I girls a black purse. Riding with they diligence. I can't more in depth if you boys really really enough. This is La Familia. I'll explain later. But for now, let me get back to this paper. I'm a couple bands down and I'm trying to get back. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Bumps the 
Welcome back to the show, 10 to 54, 6 in front of 11 o'clock. The Mark Aram Show with you, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. No Sanjay tonight. Again, Sanjay's news time is Thursday. Maybe we'll get him Thursday. I know who we do have on Thursday. Adam Richmond. Do you know who that is, Longoria? Sounds real familiar. He's Jewish. <laughs> okay. So that would be a... Um, he's on television. He used to eat a lot. Oh, he did. Now he's kind of skinny. Anyway, he's the host of uh, <laughs> the show Man vs. Food. Oh, that guy. That okay, guy. Okay, yeah. okay. So yeah. he'll be on the I show. You should have told me that. Stuff on that show, man. Oh. Yeah, it was crazy. I would make me gag just even thinking about it. Well, the, the great part about it is he went to school in Atlanta. He went to Emory. Oh, really? So he knows, like... Oh, really? Atlanta food, yeah. He, nice. he He lives in New York now um, with the Food Network and all that stuff, but he knows Atlanta cuisine, and he used to come to Atlanta all the time. There was one pizza place in Kennesaw he went to with the... Uh, have you ever seen that? Like oh, the, the big pizza? The yeah. big pizza? Like, it's like nine feet wide. It's like the biggest pizza you've ever seen in your life, and he tried to eat that whole thing, I think. it was. It's in Kennesaw. <laughs> we should try I don't it. know if it's still open or not, but he's coming out. He'll be on the show on Thursday, so that'll Excellent. be fun. Yeah. Um, and I may or may not, Johnny may or may not be, uh, reviewing the pulled pork sandwich from Burger King on Thursday. We'll mm-hmm. wait and see. Okay. Schedule's up in the air. We'll, we will be off on Friday for the 3rd of July. I'm trying to get right. to Vegas this weekend. Mm, good luck with that. I know. My wife's fr- best friend and her husband are going and they're like, yeah, come. So I could look on to get plane mm-hmm. tickets. It was like two grand. <laughs> I was yeah. like, holy smokes, <laughs> that, that's not going to happen. So I told I told her I was like go you know f- go Clark Howard online and see what you can find out because <laughs> there's no way for two grand we're yeah. flying out to Vegas for the weekend yeah. that's just that's insane that has to be some you know airline that's cheapy I would have to, to in order there. to pay two grand for air, for airfare I'd have to win an additional two grand at the poker table right to cover that <laughs> right. that's not going to happen no. <laughs> uh, Mike's up next to the Mark Aram show how are you Mike Great great Mark how are you What's up buddy Hey uh, can you uh, repeat what the whole Marta or how Marta was affected by. Yeah, absolutely. The, I, I don't know how this will impact us. I know it'll impact Marta. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go, and you can listen on the radio mic. Uh, so here's the the new law with Marta. The Atlanta-based transit system finally succeeded in persuading lawmakers to permanently end the requirement that 50% of its revenue be spent on operations and 50% on capital projects and maintenance. Now, under the new bill, MARTA can allocate its resources as it sees fit, so they can spend the money the way they need to spend the money, which sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. The system could also see a bump in infrastructure funding from the state, thanks to $75 million in borrowing for transit, including in the state budget for the new fiscal year, which also takes place tomorrow. Well, tonight at midnight. So basically, MARTA is going to be able to spend the money as they see fit. Sounds good in theory. We'll see how that works. All right. Major crisis at home. I'll tell you about that next after news, weather, traffic. This is the Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.